Or they put a baby in a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about that. Did you hear about that game? Baby in a microwave? No, I, I did not hear about baby in a microwave. Well, there's a there's a baby in the flash, and there's a microwave, and the baby may or may not go <laughs> in the microwave. And Ezra Miller may or may not be the one who uh, oh. places the baby in the microwave. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a real thing Ezra Miller would do. The Flash bombed. <laughs> yeah. Who, who could have guessed? It's almost like the movie has been in development for like a decade. And people just weren't that interested anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. It's almost like it's like the last movie in a cinematic universe has kind of just been spiraling downwards <laughs> since it started. It's almost like the lead actor is involved in a bunch of controversies that they've yet to address. I did see that the that uh, the Flash is like the its second weekend was the third like highest drop off for a superhero movie. It dropped off like seventy five percent. Good. Uh, it's right behind Morbius and Steel. Oh. <laughs> behind <laughs> Morbius and Steel. Steel. I like how Steel oh is my that, gosh. Like, big of a flop. So yeah, no no Flash sequel probably, Damn. unfortunately. Lost $200 million, I think. So. Just, like, and I was so looking done, forward like... to it. <laughs> That's the crazy thing to me, is that they were... Like, they said, like, this year, that if it did well, there was gonna be sequels. And it's like, isn't this supposed to be the end? But, I mean, I guess it is the end now, but... Um... Apparently there was some plans for like a Michael Keaton like Batman Beyond movie if this movie did good, but it didn't. So that probably won't happen. <laughs> Birdman Beyond. Birdman <laughs> Beyond. Well, there was all that Spider-Verse stuff that came out. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was like while we were on vacation, I think. That happened. Oh, I missed that. What happened? Like four, Like four people who worked on the movie like to like some news website like anonymously and and said that it was just like insane levels of crunch and they were working like 11 hour days and like the you remember when the movie came out and there were some like audio issues at some theaters some theaters got like a a copy of spider-verse that had like terrible audio mixing and that was like that turned out it was just because like the movie wasn't done when it was meant to like ship out. Like they were, they they sent some like unfinished uh, versions to to theaters, I guess. Uh, and and they they basically said like there there's no way it's coming out next year. Like they said they haven't they've barely begun work on the next one. I, I did see that. Like one one of them, I, I think it probably was Lord. I think kind of came out and said like it, it's not it's it's gonna be a bit longer like because i don't know if they i don't know if they like officially pushed it back or like what the deal was but they were he basically said yeah beyond the spider-verse is not it, it's gonna be longer we're not we're not gonna release an unfinished product you know we're gonna make sure it's right you know that sort of thing so yeah i just assume it'll be 
a lot longer than originally expected. We're not saying we're delaying I, I, I don't. It, but if it needs to be delayed, it's getting delayed. Yeah. There were apparently, like, I didn't see this until, like, the other day. Like, some, like, different theaters got, like, different audio. Or, I mean, not audio, but, like, they got different dialogue. Like, there are different, like, cuts of oh, the yeah. movie, you know, showing in different theaters. Uh, which is kind of cool, you know. And, like, it just, you know. It's kind of meaningless. Just to, I mean, you know. <laughs> It, it's not as meaningless as the Scooby-Doo 2 KFC thing. You guys know about that? No. no. The, like the theatrical version of Scooby-Doo 2, the, the James Gunn one, they like go to Burger King or something to get a milkshake, and Scooby-Doo's like drinking a Burger King milkshake, but uh, then when it released like on DVD and stuff, home video... Uh, I guess that that deal had ran out and and KFC paid for product placement, so they like replaced the cup with a KFC cup. <laughs> I did not know that. Interesting. You learn something new every day, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> what was? Do you know what the changes were, Gabe? Like the, because someone was telling me what they were, but I I forgot. No, I don't remember. It was just certain scenes or lines of dialogue were just different from you know from theater to theater uh like i just saw a tiktok you know like a guy saw it for whatever reason this guy was like he was i don't know to what end or like why he was doing it but he was like trying to transcribe the entire movie just himself for whatever reason uh and so he watched it like three or four times, uh, and he noticed that there are ver different versions of dialogue. Like you know, one time he saw it, it had this line, another time it didn't, that sort of thing, or it would just be like slightly different. Um, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but what kind of freak? Yes. <laughs> wants to transcribe the entire movie by them. Trevor, do you want the answer to that? Since I know what you're going to say, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you really want, do you the, answer really want the answer to that? <laughs> Never mind. Forget I said that. <laughs> That's what I the thought. Same, the same guy who has an Excel document. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Making some valid arguments. I can respect that. We are now, uh, let me do some quick math in my head, uh, a little under, or about two and a half weeks from Barbenheimer, which is very exciting. Very exciting. You got the, you got the Barbie drip game? You got the... I haven't got any more yet. I need to. I need to. Yeah, I need to get a shirt or something. Yeah. Trevor, have you acquired the Barbie drip yet? Uh, no, no. I need to. Yeah, I'll get on that. Though, don't worry. Oh, you'll get on it. <laughs> yes, I will, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, have you posted a single Letterboxd review 
since Guardians? Uh, yes. Actually, I have. Posted like four. I'll have you know. Four. Oh, Ooh. four, dude. Oh, four of the 49 <laughs> that you needed to post. What 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 was what what were the reviews? Were they happy her. birthday Let grimace or were they poopy and stinky? Well, they weren't poopy and stinky. Were they happy birthday grimace? No. All right, so we're then not. Then you have. Sorry, then, I yeah, just posted normal reviews. We're not gonna. Okay. Then, okay, you just yeah. Any uh, NSA well. just listening who might be following. Trevor on Letterbox, go ahead and unfollow him, okay? Don't you dare. Unfollow him. Go ahead and report him. him. Don't listen. Report him. him as well. Yeah, report him as well. He's on May 14th still. He's it's still in May, okay? This guy, just unfollow him, okay? The Barbarians. I barely remember that movie. <laughs> like that sounds like ago. a new problem. I mean, you know, I remember it like it was yesterday. Well, yeah, because you have a separate calendar. <laughs> you <just laughs> log your movies in. Yeah. <laughs> so what if I do? What kind of guy would transcribe an entire movie just for <laughs> himself? <laughs> we should honestly just keep reporting you until you get banned. I want your account to be deleted. If we do it enough, you will get. Banned, I thought about that. Like, I think. would you be how? Would you be really upset, Trevor, if like we reported you as a joke and it actually got you banned? Yes. <laughs> like how upset? Pretty upset. I don't know. I'd be that'd be sad. I like my letterbox. Had it for like not three enough years. to use it. Yeah, but you're also autistic and like have everything in an Excel document and a calendar, so it's like you wouldn't be losing. Well, I haven't updated it in a bit. Excel spreadsheet, so I'd lose all that stuff. There's only so many hours in a day, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. <laughs> so many hours in a day. Okay, the Excel spreadsheet the, the thing. The 30 seconds it takes to okay, post a review. Me. That's like a... I mean, that, that at, at this point, and that's the problem, because it keeps getting worse. Well, the problem is you have like three different ways of logging movies and they're all just so you can use the other way to log them like like you're using your calendar so that you can <laughs> eventually plug them into letterbox like two months later <laughs> so that then you can plug them into your excel sheet like six months later <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong but yeah, are we just gonna shit on me for the entire podcast? Or, like we going to, I mean, it's talk an option. about the fucking movie that we watched and the adjacent documentary you... that Gabe probably didn't watch. So Gabe you probably may, may not have watched either. I don't think. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We should have just made you log the movies, like you did. Like yeah. you don't get to review it. Yeah, that's honestly what we should have done. Yeah. We just made you log them for context. We we went on vacation together and. Gave Trevor like a week to to log all of his movies, forty some movies that he's behind on, and then we we would follow him back. Cause when do we unfollow? Like how long has this been going on? Like most of the year, I feel like. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. It, I mean, it's. I'd say it's been at least six months. Cause we well. I feel like it was. I like probably around February. I, I think I did it before. I, like, I think me and you have both, like, we both unfollowed him. 
but I I think I did it before. Yeah, I think like you did. for several months, like last year, like in the fall. And then like I gave him another chance when he got caught up, and then it just that's right, you yeah. know. Then... And then he just got stupid again, <laughs> <laughs> and we both unfollowed him. Yeah. I, the gimmick was that we would write the reviews, but Trevor unfortunately refused to publish some of the reviews that we. Yeah, go. Yeah, go ahead and say some of the reviews you wanted me to pu- uh, publish. Go ahead. Go ahead. And say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> go. Go ahead and do that. Uh, I'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we did that, we could report him and get him banned. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. If he had posted them. If, if what we wanted Trevor to publish for Guardians <laughs> got published, he would be banned right now. But then, he, but we came up with the the, you know, an agreement like pretty early on, and it still took you like half the week to log one review. Yeah, so. uh, that, that is fair. I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. that. And, and, and we gave you very, very simple, very easy reviews so that you could easily get caught up on the remaining forty plus. And, and you and you refused to do that. We said alternate between poopy and stinky <laughs> for like half of them, and the other half just say happy birthday grimace. But apparently, he's, he, you know, well, that'd be it's not good enough for the integrity of his letterbox account there's a letterbox account that's like two months behind <laughs> you're not even writing real reviews though like... like that's the thing is like it'd be one thing if you were writing if you were if you one really of those good. if i was doing that, that this actual would, I'd never reviews. Catch up. i would ne- i would literally it would not be possible you're just doing like the one sentence like jokes then just all of letterboxes it's taking you two months to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys want to talk about a movie that you can see trevor review on letterbox in about three months sure yeah why not why the fuck not <laughs> all right uh i recommended Fitzcarraldo, 1982 movie directed by warner herzog um and what's it about? It's, it's about a short king, uh, played by Klaus Kinski, who set in like the early 1900s during the rubber boom in the Amazon. That was a thing that happened, apparently. Uh, and he wants to bring an opera to this city that he's living in. Iquitos, I think, is the name of it. And he wants to bring the opera there. He's already had like a felled business of trying to start up a, a railway system in, in the Amazon. Uh, when the movie starts, he's kind of in the felling ice business. Uh, he's making ice. Uh, and it's all to finance the opera house. And he decides to try to get on get in on the rubber boom, but the only uh, land of that has rubber trees that hasn't been exploited yet is like very difficult to get to so no one else has taken up the land so with a small loan from his mommy gf he (laughs) sets out on a on a long expedition with some other fellows and uh, a bunch of 
indigenous people to to try to get this rubber and finance the opera house uh i guess the main like the big the big set piece in in the movies uh trying to move a boat uh through the jungle like over a over a over a hill and uh, an incline to get from one river to the other because it's kind of impossible to make it all the way around on the river and yeah that's that's the plot uh and then i also recommended uh burden of dreams which is just like uh making of documentary i'll be honest i f i think because uh, there's also what's it called my friend or something there's another yeah my best friend yeah my best friend i i think i kind of got those two mixed around in my head a little bit or at, at least i thought burden of dreams was going to focus more on the feud between klaus and herzog but not really more so just a making of documentary on the film and all, all the struggles they went through i mean people died there, there were plane crashes there were there was like tribal raids people were getting shot with arrows uh there was like a border dispute uh i think a village got like burned to the ground and a bunch of crazy stuff happened and it's just kind of all about that and also warner herzog just giving like very nihilistic uh monologues about uh the cruelty of the jungle but yeah they uh I enjoyed them both well enough, but I feel like Fitzgeraldo is really is really long and uh, a slow movie. Maybe not not what I was in the mood for. Not not what I was looking for. It was it was still good. Uh, but yeah, what what did you guys think overall? Well, overall, I liked Burden of Dreams more. I think. Yeah. In a weird way. Same. I guess it's not that weird, but I don't know, yeah. Just like you're saying, I mean, Fitzcarraldo is just kind of fucking long. <laughs> I like Fitzcarraldo. I don't want to make it sound like I don't like Fitzcarraldo, but I don't think it's... I think it's very unnecessary. <laughs> like, I don't... That's kind of just... I don't know if I buy... Zog's whole, like, you know, we've got to make this literally the most difficult thing possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, get, I get the argument that he says in one scene in Burden of Dreams where he's like, you know, you have to see it, like, going up and it has to be, like, at an angle and it's got to, like, you know, like, it can't be flat. Like, it has to be, yeah, it has to, like, go over a hill. Like, I understand the metaphor there. I think that's important. I do believe that's, like, the central metaphor. But, like, you didn't have to, like, do it for real, my guy. Like, I know to you that's the point. But, like, just fuck, dude. I mean, come on. Like, he could have killed so many people. Like, I, I, I know. Watching Bird of Dreams, I was like, Herzog's entire career would have went like a completely different direction if like one thing went wrong because like he's ignoring the engineer who's telling him like there's a 70 percent chance like this will end in catastrophe and then he like <laughs> fired the guy and hired a new person like, like i i like that's I, I loved terrible. the bit like he he kept trying to be like 
So like, you know, like four or five or six people could die if it goes wrong. <laughs> the guy's like, no, many more. Like, oh, oh, oh many, many more. Like, so. <laughs> oh, how many more? <laughs> 20, 30, you know, it's like, yeah, so it, like six. Like, it could be everyone. Like, everyone will get wiped out. It's like, okay, so he's saying like, you know, 20 or 30, you know, could be worst case scenario. <laughs> like, he just, <laughs> he's a sociopath. Like, yeah. there was so, it was just incredibly unnecessary. All of it. Life imitates art. He, he he became Fitzcarraldo, basically. He's just exploiting <laughs> indigenous people and putting them in harm's way to get a boat over a, over a hill. <laughs> it, it was it was it was an interesting parallel to just see it like play out in real life, like kind of in a similar way of how it did in the movie. I love that he made it more difficult, like. I like the line in the beginning of Burden of Dreams. He was like, yeah, no, I wasn't really, like, I really didn't care about the uh, the life of, you know, the actual Fitzcarraldo. Like, he wasn't, he, I wasn't interested in that. <laughs> but he, he, he got a boat over a hill. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> the boat, you said. He was like, I was really inspired by, you know, he, he got a boat over a hill. <laughs> The rest of his life was kind of lame. I didn't and care he didn't about even it. Do it. He put. He didn't even really. He, I mean, I know he really no, did get the was, boat over the hill, but he but did it like any sane person would yeah. do. It was the like the the real boat was like thirty tons. It was a thirty ton boat, and it was disassembled into like fifteen smaller pieces before being reassembled once it was over the hill. Like Werner was like. <laughs> Nah, we gotta drag this 320-ton steamship over this hill. We have to wipe out an entire section of the Amazon jungle to make room <laughs> for the ship. I also love how it's like, Herzog is promising, he's made a new deal with the Mach Machingas or whatever, I think that's what they were. And, uh, you know, he wants to give them the legal title to their land. And then, like, when the movie's over, like, it's like, <laughs> special They're thanks still to the struggling. Machingas who are still fighting for their land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried to look it up to see, if, to see if he actually, like, did anything to help them out, like, getting the land. But I, I couldn't I couldn't find anything said one way or the other. But, um, I, so, like, in the beginning of the documentary, did they mention something about a village getting burned was that in the so because i also read that a lot was, of behind the scenes stuff so i can't remember like, yeah what was. that was so because they started trying to make the movie like several years before it actually yeah got finished Mick jagger was was in it originally <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> uh so what it was is like I guess he attempted to build a village, and he did that without consulting the tribal council. Okay, yeah. Of like you know, like the original people, indigenous peoples that he was like exploiting, uh, <laughs> and so yeah, they, so they got pissed at him, and uh, you know basically kicked him out, and they burned that to the ground. Okay. It wasn't like a real village. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was like a, a village he tried to build, I guess, for the production. And uh, 
they were like, nah, you didn't ask. Get out. <laughs> Fair enough. They hired prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. Crew. Was it so? Were, were the prostitutes just for the cast and crew, or were they for also for the uh, uh, the indigenous people? Yeah, I don't know. I was I was wondering that as well. I was well. curious about that. Because it was like after that scene where they were talking about how like a lot of the indigenous people were upset because they were like taken away from their like wives and stuff. So I was like, is this the yeah. solution or is this just for like Herzog and his boys? <laughs> well, I don't know who, I don't, yeah, I don't know who the boys are because he does do that thing where he implies that like like the 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 catholic like priest told him that like i mean there's no there's no way to sugarcoat it like that insane like rape it would happen like i mean if after they were like let go from the filming and i'm not gonna approach that i don't know these people i don't know the landscape down there at that point in time but that's what he said <laughs> that's, that's that's what he said that is, that's what he said so, I mean, you know, it's just, God. I feel like Herzog just needs to shut up sometimes. Because, <laughs> like, I get, like, oh, yeah, it's edgy, like, his rant about, like, the jungle. But, like, half of it doesn't make much sense. Like, what it, <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know, he just, like, finds words. And then he says it, he's like, it's fornication. It's like, uh, okay, like. How, how, what, what, what is what is what do you mean by that? Like, what, what, it's, it, it's fornication, sure, but like, I mean, you can't say he's wrong. That's the thing. You can't be like, oh. Yeah, I, I like the part in his little speech where he's talking about how, like, oh, you like you think of nature as being like very harmonious and everything, but mm-hmm. nah, it's just, it's yeah, just, I get that aspect of it. Yeah, and I, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. That apparently, uh, I was I was reading, that was a speech that he gave, like, off-camera uh, to someone while they were just in a canoe ride, and the guy making the documentary was like, we need to get that one on film. So they, uh, they like, intentionally, like, they were, they were like, hey, can we interview you? And he's like, yeah. And then they had someone else come and, like, ask him a question that they knew would, like, set him off on the... <laughs> the jungle rant tangent <laughs> which i think is pretty funny <laughs> it triggered her song but yeah uh, i i i think i enjoyed watching burn them dreams more just because it was i i just found it more interesting like i there's a lot of cool stuff that happens and it was just cool it's wild that. that it's basically the same movie <laughs> yeah it is yeah it is it is and it's 90 minutes, and it's real, so I, I don't know, I think, I think I prefer Burden of Dreams. Um, I agree with the, what you said, Trevor, where it's like, I, I think the length of, of Fitzgeraldo is, I feel like it's unnecessary. Uh, well, because, like, they don't really even get to the boat to, like, fucking, I don't know, I don't remember how long it was. They don't even get to moving the boat over the mountain until, Oh, like, yeah, that's, like, pretty late into the movie. Yeah, I want to say, like, you're almost already two hours into the movie when they start moving that boat. I could be wrong. Like, maybe it was more like 90 minutes, but, uh, yeah. 
And it's like, I watched, uh, I've seen Aguere, The Wrath of God, which is like another Herzog movie. It's, it's not the same movie. It has kind of different themes, I guess. Uh, this one feels like more that it's about like, you know, like, uh, just like pure willpower, you know, and a dream and just come uh, overcoming impossible odds. And Aguere is kind of about like, uh, more like being driven mad by trying to complete an impossible dream. Um, but it's also set in the Amazon. Uh, it also stars Klaus Kinski. Uh, but it's about like uh, uh, conquistadors and they're looking for the like city of gold. And But you know, they're also like trekking through the jungle and like exploiting indigenous people and they have like a makeshift raft and they go down the river and it so it is it, it's kind of a similar story and it it's 90 minutes and i think it's it's more effective than Fitzcarraldo. i think it it looks more cinematic it has a better pace and i just like the i like the descent into madness of aguere whereas this movie it i kind of i kind of want to see Fitzcarraldo like not <laughs> i mean he doesn't succeed in what he wants but he still gets sort of like a happy ending i guess which is fine, whatever, but I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I feel like I've seen these sorts of stories told. Like, it's told in a lot of movies, you know. A lot of media, a lot of stories, and... I don't know. It's like... It was a, it was a well-made movie. I, I enjoyed watching it. It's good. Don't want to make it sound like I didn't like it, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm probably, like, the length... I'm probably not going to revisit it anytime soon. It's just It's just so long, and... Uh, there's there's a, other Herzog movies that I'm more interested in seeing. Uh, I think I'm more interested in like the his documentaries uh, than I am his like narrative movies. But I mean, yeah, I I have not seen because I watched Nosferatu, but I fell asleep in it, so I can't do that. Um, this is really the only like narrative feature film that I've seen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just a weird thing. Like, I like Fitzgeraldo, but I also just don't really care about Fitzgeraldo. And I just, it feels like a vanity project. I I know that's not how Herzog would characterize it, but like, it, it seems to me more like he's trying to prove something. I don't know. It seems more like that than, like, truly for, like, artistic sake. I mean, I don't know the guy. I can't say that. But, like, it's it's absurd, the links that, that he went to. And I don't, I don't think it's grounded in, um, you know, authenticity. Like he tries to say it is. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's for his vanity. But what about Fitzgeraldo? Do you, do you think that applies to him as well? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean... Yeah. I think that's why I don't, like, care that much after a certain point in the movie, because it's like, he... I don't know. I want to see him be punished. <laughs> It'd be more... different, like, Fitzcarraldo would be... Like, his treatment of the natives makes it kind of suspicious, because, like... Yeah. There's at least the argument with, like, his goal of bringing the opera, like, at least the people there 
seem to like legitimately have an interest in the opera that he's kind of brought about in them. And he seems to actually like love the opera. And yeah, he does care about that. About but it. like the way that he's just like, we're gonna get these bare asses to help us move it up the mountain. <laughs> you know, like I love that they always call them that. They always call them bare asses. Bare asses, yeah. Probably can't be saying this. No, but I'm saying it for context. Yeah, no, I'm... I can get away with it. And, I'm, and I love it. I love saying it. <laughs> 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 it's all a lie. I'm not ethical. I'm a horrible human being. Anywho, yeah, fifth girl, though. The music was really good. I, I enjoyed mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the score. A lot of opera, you know. And I, I do think, you know, um, even though you see in Bird of Dreams how, how difficult it, it made things, I, I do think the movie greatly benefited from, like, actually being in the Amazon. Uh, I'll agree with that. You that know, actually was using, necessary. Uh, yeah, like, just the scenery for some of the the shots and scenes in Fitzcarraldo is pretty crazy and it's very engaging, especially when the boat is like going through the rapids. That's a mm. that's a pretty crazy scene and it, and it looks great. Um, it's just yeah, the I mean, boat over the hill thing for me. I just yeah yeah I don't know. I ex I expected that's what I hear about when people talk about this movie. So maybe my expectations were too high but that yeah it it do, it did just feel kind of unnecessary i guess uh, but like technically pretty pretty wonderful looking movie oh yeah overall gabe what did you think of fitzcarraldo though the movie you definitely watched yeah <clears throat> um you know, regarding Fitzgeraldo, uh, the movie I definitely watched. Um, I mean, I kind of just agree with everything you guys have said. I don't. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, it's. I there's not that much to say, but I don't have anything real to add. I did enjoy it, but like you said, I enjoyed it enough. Um, but it's not necessarily my type of movie. And uh, I did, honest, I did enjoy the documentary a fair bit more. Um, yeah. I would have liked to kind of see um, more of a, I, I don't know. It's interesting that they shot 40% of the movie with uh, was it Jason Robards or whatever his name was and Mick Jagger. I'd be interested to see that because they got rid of that character like completely. Yeah, it was it was neat in the in the documentary being able to see some scenes that you saw in Fitzcarraldo, but with like different act like the scene when they're on the bell tower. Yeah, with, like Mick Jagger is up there and it's not. Um, 
I, I think I, I feel like this movie is so long there could have been more like development or involvement from like side characters um I didn't really expect his uh his mommy GF to like just not come like I thought she was gonna be more <laughs> of a of a important character because she's she has a lot of screen time in like the first act when they're you know she'd never yeah. come like how could she <laughs> um but yeah like i thought she would be on the boat i thought that would add I mean, that could you know have some more character moments there interactions between her and fitzcarraldo and i don't know some kind some sort of like complication between those two because she is just kind of like financing his failures uh over and over again uh <laughs> we love a supportive mommy gf <laughs> um yeah like th- like there were a lot of people on the boat but i just feel like in terms of like character development or like involvement in plot points or dialogue scenes it's not really it doesn't really focus on that many people besides just Fitzcarraldo himself which is fine but again it's just I don't I don't nothing in this movie to me really justified its length I, I think you could have the same movie about 40 45 minutes shorter uh, and I probably would have got the same experience out of it in terms of like connecting to the story or caring about the characters or finding the themes interesting and then I would also just wouldn't have had been bored for stretches of the movie because it's just it's really long and it's a it's a very slow paced movie and i i think that is deliberate but yeah just not really vibing with it i guess i like the one guy the cholo what was his name his name was cholo Mm. i I forget if his name was that or not i don't know might have been the actor the big guy the big buff guy Oh, the guy, the guy with the Chad chin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's I like, like I like this plan. <laughs> he just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I fuck with this plan. <laughs> it's a good plan. Yeah, I liked him. I I liked the the drunk <laughs> the drunk guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just, everyone like abandons it's... them on yeah. the boat and. And Fitzgerald is like, you're still here! And he's like, oh, I fell asleep, I was drunk. Where did everybody go? <laughs> yeah, I knew they'd leave. That's his yeah. character. Yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah, there's some interesting characters. It's just, I wish, I don't know, I wish there was more interaction. And, I don't know, maybe Fitzgerald could have learned a lesson or two along the way. <laughs> yeah, you know. Did Werner learn anything along the way? He's still learning. (laughs) I don't think he's ever learned anything. Nineteen seventies, Herzog would have done season one of The Mandalorian. Do you think? (laughs) 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 Or do you think he would have like gone on a rant about like corporatism or something like that? Oh, well, what did, yeah, what did he, you yeah. think of Star Wars at the time? <laughs> He's like, I fucking love it. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when the little puppets come out. 
probably would, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, I feel like people weren't like so cynical about yeah. Star Wars and big corporate movies back then, because like, I mean, that was kind of the start, I guess, of the whole like blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You're probably thing, right. Like, actually, it probably and, wasn't like it's probably like yeah. Well, and a lot I, of the early blockbuster people were like cool. You know, yeah, I know. Like, I feel like even if you were like more of like an auteur director, like Herzog, you watch Star Wars, you'd be like, "Holy shit, <laughs> this is awesome!" See, <laughs> three PO is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when the little robot comes. The little robot comes out and queer, makes the beep. Golden robot. <laughs> yeah, the homosexual robot. <laughs> The homosexual couple. <laughs> Very bold <laughs> filmmaking. <laughs> so, so I looked it up. He's never seen Star Wars. <laughs> okay. He's never seen Star Wars, but <laughs> he, he, in the same interview, he talks about why it's a moral and artistic imperative. Uh, to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians and WrestleMania. <laughs> what? <laughs> he says, do not underestimate the Kardashians. As vulgar as they may be, it doesn't matter that much, but you have to find some sort of orientation. As I always say, the poet must not close his eyes, must not avert them. <laughs> what did he say about WrestleMania? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking for that. <laughs> so he's in Star Wars, but he's never he's never seen a Star Wars movie. At, at least as of 2019, I don't think he's ever seen a Star Wars anything. Man. I'm trying to find... He says, but... So... He's like, I watch the news from different sources. Sometimes I see things that are completely against my cultural nature, blah, 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 blah. But sometimes, just to see the world I live in, I watch WrestleMania. Here's an article that says, Herzog has been bringing up WrestleMania in interviews for nearly two decades now. (laughs) Yep. A poet must not avert his eyes. (laughs) Yeah. In 2000, he was talking about opera and uh, compared it to watching a basketball game or WrestleMania. In 2002, I do believe that what is fascinating about WrestleMania is the stories around it. The dramas between the owner of the whole show and his son, who are feuding, and his wife in the wheelchair, who is blind. And he is then showing up in the ring with four girls who have huge fake boobs, and he is fondling them. <laughs> this is almost sort of an ancient Greek drama. <laughs> e- evil, uninterrupted by commercials. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it say? It says that this sort of thing is more important than the fight itself. Uh, it's just... And that's very interesting to me, because apparently the emergence of a new drama has been understood by these people who invented WrestleMania. <laughs> Dude, he's, there's so many interviews where he brings up WrestleMania. <laughs> did, wait, yes, did you already read the quote work. where he says, Why do I watch WrestleMania? My answer is the poet must not avert his eyes from what's going on in the world. 
In order to understand he, what's going on, you have to face it. You read that one, right? Yeah, he, he says that a lot, I yeah, think. Was... It's just one of his favorite <laughs> things to say. The poet must not avert his <laughs> eyes. Yeah, no, here he says again in 2009, I watch WrestleMania because a poet must not avert his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm a fan of WrestleMania. I think as a filmmaker, as a poet, you have to know what sort of an environment you live. Oh. <laughs> it just keeps... It just keeps repeating the same thing. You must not avert your eyes. <laughs> yeah, he must not avert. Do not look away. What a guy. What a character. I what a goofy, watch, wacky guy I wanna watch, that I wanna nearly watch killed like 30 native Amazonians. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch WrestleMania with uh, Herzog now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Make like a documentary where you take... Uh, take him to like Wrestlemania <laughs> front row <laughs> seats oh and he's just gosh. like monologuing the entire time about <laughs> this is the my true nature <laughs> the big fake boobs <laughs> I love, I love boobs when the old man <laughs> I love when the old man comes out and fondles the breast of the women with the fake boobs <laughs> and then he fights his son in the wrestling ring it would be really funny if like he thought it was real <laughs> he was just a massive mark yeah. <laughs> it's still real to me she's like it is insane this guy's beating up his own son it is a lawless and chaotic world just such a wacky guy. Like, that's all I can say. My recommendation for the next podcast is we just we just watch him talk about penguins. <laughs> I do want to watch that documentary. I do too. Some might watch this, but it's not it's not on anything. Well, uh, I don't <laughs> I know. To see the penguin get it, so. <laughs> you guys have anything else to add uh, to Fitzgeraldo or, or Burden of Dreams um just that like you I was kind of disappointed they didn't touch more on they, they really don't talk about it at all um is the kind of the feud between Herzog and uh, Klaus. Yeah, like like you you see them kind of argue and butt heads, like you know when they're filming the boat, you know, like in the rapids mm, that, yeah. scene. But like outside of that, you really don't you really don't see it, um, which was kind of disappointing. Like I wanted I I wanted to like see Herzog on camera talk about you know the the tribe you know the tribe chief uh offering to kill yeah. klaus for him because <laughs> that was the thing apparently the the tribe hated klaus like they loathed him apparently <laughs> um which he i mean 
and what little you see of him, you know, like in the documentary, he comes off kind of as a dick. Like I can believe that he was difficult to work with, but you really don't see that much. Yeah, I thought there would be more. And also, it's like he, he does come across as a dick, but it's like it's also just a horrible working conditions. Like, yeah, like it's not out of like it's not totally unreasonable. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of film he thought he signed on for, but uh, I get being a little frustrated. I guess. No, that, oh yeah, that scene of them on the boat that that was really entertaining. Well, I like he's how like, it doesn't even play anymore, Klaus. <laughs> I like how they were like arguing, but then the rock got close to the rocks, and they all just like put their arms around each other and hunkered down, but continued to argue. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to add. I don't, I don't think I, I do want to see uh, my best friend now. Oh, you want to give it a rating then? No. Both of them. You go first. No, you go first. No, I don't want to go. Right, Gabe goes. Yeah, Gabe goes. I'm giving it... Am I rating both? Yeah. Um... Fitzcarraldo... 7 out of 10. Burden of Dreams... Uh, 8 out of 10. Uh, I'm probably going to hit Fitzgeraldo with a 7 out of 10. And Burden of Dreams, uh, I, I guess I'll give it an 8. I think it was uh, it was more enjoyable than Fitzgeraldo. And like we talked about, it's kind of just seeing the themes of Fitzgeraldo play out in real life. Uh, and that's just more interesting to me. So, yeah. Um... I'm going to hit Fitzgerald with an 8. And for the time being, uh, I'm going to hit uh, Burden of Dreams with a 9. Really like Burden of Dreams. It's interesting. It's fascinating. And it's great as a companion piece. Mm -hmm. uh, another one for the books. <coughs> Now it's time to guess if Gabe watched these movies. I guess. Uh, Did you Gabe? Well, we gotta guess. I mean, you gotta, you gotta guess. I'm gonna guess that Gabe watched *Burden of Dreams* but did not watch *Fitzcarraldo* because he talked more about *Burden of Dreams* and also last night he said. Maybe I'll just watch Burden of Dreams and not Fitzcarraldo. And I said, yeah. Uh, I if that's it? what he did, then I'm going with that as well. <laughs> Maybe not that exact. We talked about it, though. You were like, what if I only just watch Burden of Dreams? And I was like, well, if you're only going to watch one, it might be that one. Because they do talk about the plot of Fitzcarraldo and just give more context. But And it's mm. the better movie, I think, but. Well, um, believe it or not, I watched Fitzcarraldo, 
but not Burden of Dreams. Bro. Wow. That's what a, what a twist. Yeah, he got me. I didn't see that one coming. Did you watch clips from Burden of Dreams? Um, no, that was a gaslight. I did not watch Fitzgerald, though. Uh, I did watch Burden of Dreams. <laughs> but honestly, had I watched Fitzgerald, though, I, I wouldn't have had anything to add, probably. Like, I assume I would have felt yeah. all the things that you guys said, you know, before I had anything to say. I just... I did like Burden of Dreams, though. It was very interesting. Yeah. I, I think Fitzgeraldo is just kind of a maybe a difficult movie to get a longer discussion on if you don't really connect with it. Because yeah, it's pretty straightforward and, and it's pretty long. Yeah. I read the plot like on Wikipedia the other day. I was just like... This is a lot going on, and it just—I I don't know. It just a lot of it just seems unnecessary. Like this would just be—it it, like it read like it would be a movie that felt super long, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Well. Well, Gabe, it's your turn to recommend which movie we'll be discussing next week. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Um, so... I am gonna recommend Air. <gasps> Bro. <laughs> you fucking would. And that's okay. What's this movie on? Amazon. Okay. All right. This is, the, this is the this is the Michael Jordan movie, right? Well, I mean about the shoes. Yeah. About some I shoes. Know. I know Ben Affleck directed it. Whew. All right, Gabe. Teach us a little bit about shoes and. Sports. Shoes. Right. One of the top reviews is Moneyball for sneakerheads. <laughs> that's what I expect. Gabe Corner. Yeah, that's pretty Gabe Corner. <laughs> that's very. Moneyball cool. is a good movie. You all said no, so. I like, I like I've not seen Moneyball. <laughs> you can't. It's good. 
It's great. Great. Best movie ever made. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no. Remember to unfollow Trevor. Uh, if you follow him, go ahead and report him too if, if you wouldn't mind doing that. Please don't. Yeah. Gorney Florna! There you go. <laughs> I feel like you've used that one before. I probably have. I just wanted to say it so you can't talk anymore and we can end the... You know, you're legally required to end the podcast after I say it. Yeah. It's just the earliest we've... Not that it's even that early, but it's just the earliest that we've uh, done one of these. Probably. I like I, I like woke up, watch Burn of Dreams, and then got on it. Yes. <laughs> All done today. <laughs> I watched it before bed last night because I knew I wasn't gonna watch it if I <laughs> tried to wake up and watch it. I know I don't have that in me. <laughs>